Hey everyone, welcome to the Drunk Tank. Drunk Tank. How was that? I love How? that. I love that guy. Who's How that in the guy? world did he find out the name for the next Red vs. <laughs> That's what I want to know. We got a leak somewhere. Constitution. Hello, I am Bernie Burns. What? what I am Gav. Jeff. What, what are we doing? It's it's Monday. This is the wrong day. We, we shouldn't be doing a podcast right now. I'll tell you what you're not doing is you're not introducing yourself. I said I'm Gus. You did say Gus. No, you said over Gavin. You're not listening. No one listens to you when Gavin is talking. Just so you know. <laughs> Everyone's all like, they hear that British accent and they get all hypnotized. They're just waiting for me to start yelling at him again. So this is this is bite-sized drunk tank, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So what are we doing here, Gus? Well, I finally uh, got a computer here at the office so I can edit the podcast a little more efficiently. So we thought this week we would release a podcast every day, Monday through Friday, uh, but at a shorter length. A little 15 to 30 minute podcast. The drive safe edition. Yeah, the drive safe edition. The drive home edition. Six and a half years into the company, you finally got a computer. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, we, we finally have an ambitious plan to work every day this week. <laughs> the, uh, the the guy in charge of all the computers at the office finally has a computer. Nice. It only took six and a half years. So all this time, you've just been working on your laptop. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I've been uh, working on the supply your own computer edition. Well, I couldn't have thought of a better week for y'all to do this because Gavin and I are getting on a plane and going to Seattle. So hey. ODST. Yeah, we're going to the ODST launch party. What is uh, what does that entail? Uh, that entails us getting on a plane and holding hands because I get scared during right. takeoff. Yeah, and then we land and in holding C- butts. SeaTac Airport. We get in a overpriced rental car and drive to something called the Music Experience. Is where they're holding this thing. Huh? Is that in Seattle itself, or where I is have, that? I don't know. Mm. Why would I? Why would I plan that far oh, ahead? Okay. It's probably in Chicago, and we're flying to Seattle. <laughs> well, luckily, your your phone will help you figure it out. They got Wi Fi on planes now. Americans Americans got Wi Fi. Uh, I don't think it does on that flight, on that route. I had it coming back from PAX, excuse me. Uh, look at wow. that. Where'd you connect through? Uh, you mean data-wise or for no, connection? No, no, <laughs> Confuse me. Uh, DFW. Oh, wow. That's or Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, as it's known. Look at Gus being all wrong. You and I must be taking the only flights left in America that don't have Wi-Fi. Apparently. Sucks. You know, another little secret about flying on at least American is that you can look at the seats... And some of them have a little lightning bolt on the seat indicator where the numbers are under the mm-hmm. luggage racks. Mm-hmm. That is an indication that that aisle, or row, excuse me, has power. Welcome to five years ago. Well, hey, oh, not everybody knows that. Not everybody flies as much it's, it's as a, Mr. Gus Sorolla. It's a little travel pro tip. What if it was a lightning safe seat? That would be better. How, I, by I, the I, way. I want to fucking stab you. <laughs> you, you. You say the dumbest things. <laughs> You do why make are you, Gus why mad. Why are you even in here? No, he doesn't say dumb things. He says things that make you mad, and that is funny to me and to Jeff. Yeah, no, there's still dumb things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, man, I can't believe ODST is already coming out. It seems like, I don't know, it seems like I've been waiting for this game forever. Are you uh, going to go to a midnight launch to get it, Gus? No, I don't think I'll be going to a midnight launch. Actually, you know what? I uh, I pre-ordered that game from uh, online. I pre-ordered that game through a banner ad on our website. I did the same thing. Oh, I should have done that. Yeah. yeah. Sergeant Johnson yeah. ad on our website. I saw a, a Sergeant Johnson ad on our site. I was like, I should support this. I no, wondered I... how that ad got up to two hits. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. Two copies sold. Yes. So are you getting the version with the controller or just with the code? Uh, just with the code. 
I tried to buy the version with the controller, and they would no longer take pre-orders for that skew, as they said. What's a skew? It's, I don't know, it's like the lamest industry term ever. It just means a product. (laughs) Okay. I heard heard another podcast uh, where where a developer was talking about his project as a skew. He goes, yeah, I've been working on this skew for like, and I think, (laughs) doesn't that remove any artistic integrity when you refer to your project (laughs) that you're dedicating your life to as a skew? Yeah. A skew is literally, by the way, it is the barcode. Yeah, maybe he didn't understand what skew meant. Maybe he thought it like that was like the industry term for a game. For a project, yeah. right? Or yeah. Maybe he's just soulless and doesn't care. <laughs> it, it means, you know, the little barcode, the yeah, unique yeah, yeah. number? That's a skew. Okay. And so that, that became like a unique identifier yeah. for a project. That's why ODST with the controller has a different skew Okay. Then the Halo ODST. Which but, also has a different skew than the loaf of bread I bought last night. It's true. It's true. Exactly. But hey, you're not allowed to play ODST with your new PS3 yeah, you regime. Gonna, you're going to stand around at the You can watch no, me wait, play no, it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Take it easy, PS3 first of all. I, I think you're Bernie's... you your hands in your pockets? No. He's going to wriggle his way out of this. I can tell. I'm not wriggling out of anything. <laughs> this would be some uh, wriggling. What? Shut up. Listen, this is my explanation, and it's logically perfect. Mm. So bask in the glory of my intellect. We'll see. A PS3 owner, if he went to the Halo 3 ODST launch party, would still be able to play Halo 3. He just wouldn't be able to play it at home. No. Nope. So I, I can play. I can go to a friend's house and play. I can go to a launch party and play. Because it's open to the public. Mm-hmm. So I feel no. comfortable okay, well, doing that. I have a question then. You said you can go to a friend's house and play. Can you play at the office then? No. That's like an unfair advantage I think that we would have. Hmm. I think you should be going to a PS3 launch and not an Xbox One. Shut person. up, Gavin. <laughs> God damn it. I think it's time for somebody to go back to Britain. So, so you're going to go to this place, music experience? music experience, whatever the hell that means, and you guys are just going to play ODST for a couple hours? Hell yeah. Is there like a live band? Is that the music experience? I don't really know. I think it's just a cool cultural event, and I want to be there. ODST is such a good game. Is Nathan I don't know. That's a good question. Oh, is Trisha Helfer going to be there? If Trisha Helfer is going to is there, I'm not going to be playing ODST. Yeah, she's dreamy. I got to have priorities. I might I might just be standing in the corner staring. Is Bill Gates going to be there? He was at the Halo yeah, you 3 party. Yeah, you met him at one. Yeah. That's the picture I have with Bill Gates is from the Halo 3 launch party. This one's done a little differently, though. Yeah. Well, what's Bill Gates' game attack? I don't know. Big money? Billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just one. No, that's it. <laughs> He, uh, he probably is not coming out since it's, it's not a Master Chief game. You only get Bill Gates guns for Master Chief games. Mm. <laughs> He's going to bust yeah. out those golden guns. Tau, tau, tau. ODST gets Bomber. <laughs> well, if they're, if they're lucky, maybe they'll get Bomber. I wonder if he does have a, uh, a gamer tag. I've always heard that Bill Gates has a dedicated employee to handle his spam. Have you ever heard that? Mm-mm. That his mailbox gets so much spam that he has just one person on staff... It's probably an internet urban legend, but I've always heard that. What's his address? I think it's bill.gates at microsoft.com. Wow. He might have a Hotmail account. I don't know. <laughs> Willie G. A lot, a lot of guys put their stuff out there. I know uh, Gabe Newell puts all of his information out there. He, he actually puts his email address in his commentaries for the game. Have you ever done any of those Valve commentaries? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're pretty cool. And then uh, Mark Cuban always puts his email address out there. He's the... Owner of the Dallas Mavericks and the one-time owner of Broadcast.com. I was about to say that. Yeah, that, that was a .com success story right there. Well, might be the only one, right? <laughs> no, no, no. There was a few. I'm, I'm sure there's several. But his is definitely one of the bigger ones. 
Did you listen to all those Valve commentaries on, on the Half-Life games? I did. I thought that was awesome. I've never seen that in a game before. I agree. Have you, have you seen that in any other game? No, I haven't, and I thought they were really cool. Yeah. At first really I thought they were kind of dumb, but then I went back later and listened to them, and they were really cool. Yeah. The it's, a great, for, it's a great idea. The Left 4 Dead one, did you listen to those? Since you listened to the Half-Life ones? There's a Left 4 Dead one? I didn't even know there were. Uh, was that just PC only? Maybe oh, I, I might be shit. misremembering, but I know I definitely heard the developers talking about a special infected that they didn't put into the game. I'm pretty sure that there are commentaries on the Xbox version. Yeah, and oh, that would have been a commentary. Hmm. Left 4 Dead? Oh, I didn't even know. I'll have to check it out. I have, didn't even know. Have you ever heard about The Screamer? Do you familiar with what that yeah. special infected was? Yeah, you told me what the screen. I don't was, know anything like, about back that. When Left 4 Dead came out, he was a development level infected that ended up turning into the witch and the and the boomer. But what he was was he was a uh, guy in a straitjacket, oh. and when he saw the survivors, he would run away and run somewhere nearby and hide, and he would start screaming at the top of his lungs, and that would draw on horde after horde after horde. So you'd go out, you'd have to go and find him and kill him. <laughs> right. You'd right. have to hunt him down through the hordes and kill him. Wow, that's him cool. That's, that that awesome. sounds really good. But they turned his attack into basically the boomer bile. The, the boomer's bile didn't attract the horde initially. It was just, I guess, damage. Okay. And then they, I guess, modified him and made him into the witch. Sounds more akin to the spitter. Yeah. Yeah. Initially, where it yeah. just, you know, barked on you and you took damage. Man, I'm so excited. Doesn't Left 4 Dead DLC come out this week also? It's the rumor. Oh, I don't think it's been officially announced, but the rumor is that uh, it's coming out. Yeah, this yeah. Wednesday. Also, I think Zombie Apocalypse comes out. Fuck, yeah, and Zombie Apocalypse comes out, too. We played that game at Comic-Con. What was uh, that? It's an Xbox Live Arcade and PSN. It's a PSN title. You'll be uh, happy to know. Yeah. Woo! It's, a, it's like <laughs> Smash, <laughs> Smash TV yeah. meets Left 4 Dead. Suck. I didn't mean that. I started a YouTube video. That's what the dude looked like. That's a picture of the screamer right there. But, uh, oh, that's yeah, Zombie Apocalypse is like Smash TV meets Left 4 Dead. It's like you you just move around and shoot with the two controllers, and that's it. Yeah. And oh, I, like, I like games like that. It's kind of like Geometry Wars. Yeah, yeah, and then like you, there's there's some uh, some items in the game like that you can use like zombie bait to like get the zombies away from you, and you, it's a uh, really interactive with the environment. Really excited about that game. Yeah, me too. It's gonna be fun. You know, speaking of zombie games that I th- would be excited for, what happened to Dead Rising Two? Wasn't that coming out this no, holiday no, no. season? No, it just got announced. That's next year, right? Yeah, 2010. That, that's supposedly pretty early in development. There's a lot of games that got announced that are coming out next year, like Alan Wake. Well, most of those other games are coming out early Back next year. I think Dead Rising 2 is a little further away. I think it's late next year. I'm going to make a new rule. You can't show a game at E3 if it's not coming out within 12 months. Mm. That's a new rule. Okay. I'll email them. I'll let them know. Thanks, dude. Get on that. <laughs> Just send it out to the list. It's a Hotmail list. They're probably, they're probably listening right now. They might be scared that they're going to get the email from me now. Any minute. Can I make another request? Yeah, do it. Can we be done with the internets? And intranets and interweb jokes. Uh, I would love that. Can I we would... can we be done with that? Is can that okay? We, can we declare them illegal as of today. Interweb. Like, the, them and pirates offers. and ninjas. Yeah. Wasn't when they talking on the radio about Pirate Day? Talk like a pirate. Uh, day, I think we heard that on NPR yesterday. We were driving home. And she was like on NPR, and they were promoting National Talk Like a Pirate Day on NP on NPR. Oh my god! It was like K U T dot O R G. Oh my god! That's how you know your fucking meme is lame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gus doesn't have any headphones, but I don't think he realizes just how quiet you are. Oh, am I being quiet? You got to boost me. Oh, yeah, look at me. The internet's going to be deprived of my... It's good when the guy running the soundboard doesn't actually have a set of headphones on. <laughs> everyone took them. But everyone Did else Did you plug does. in your correct cable to your microphone Did I? when you set it up? I bet you didn't. <laughs> wow. That is fucking awesome. 
That is awesome. <laughs> Jeff hasn't been plugged in this entire time. <laughs> that... I thought you said it. Up. No, I didn't touch your microphone. You have your microphone. That is uh, so twelve minutes. Great. Twelve just, minutes of no, podcast. No, no, we're not going to change that. <laughs> Jeff... I just want to explain for the record. Jeff plugged into his own computer. <laughs> we have, we have the, the setup we have here in this room is there's two uh, there's two computers back here. There's the editing station where we film Red versus Blue and hey, record the podcast. <laughs> hey, oh Jeff. my god, that's so funny. There's Jeff's station, which also has its own mixer because he records Achievement Hunter audio there. And so whenever he switches to the podcast from Achievement Hunter Audio, he's got to switch his microphone cable. To be fair, but to me and Bernie, we're both wearing headphones, and I did not notice that your voice wasn't coming out of my headphones. I, I did notice it, thank you very much. And I'm wearing the open-ear headphones, you have the closed ones. Jeff has What's headphones on. Jeff has <laughs> headphones on. And he can't hear that he's not coming through. Normally I wear headphones every week. I didn't put them on this week because I couldn't find the pair that's normally so, back so, here. Everything I said uh, up to this point was really engrossing and hilarious, too. I feel, they'll be able to hear it very faintly in our I microphones. Feel, oh, my God. I feel well, so, so we're, bad. Getting this, we're getting this week off to a fucking great start. That was only, fucking hilarious. Only four more of these to go, right? Uh, must Gee, be but, Monday. So do you want to recap anything you've said so far? Uh, I talked about zombie apocalypse quite a bit, and then I said some hilarious shit about some other stuff that I don't remember. Tune in tomorrow where Gus forgets to press record. <laughs> Well, last week we had a problem where our podcast got lost by our software. That's that true. That happened. We Nobody knew about that. We yeah, could have got yeah, away with we that. We recorded yeah. an hour and a half long podcast and it didn't save. You guys are destroying our professional reputation. <laughs> <laughs> One yeah. podcast at a time. H- have you posted any pictures of what it, the room looks like that we recorded? Um, no, but people have probably seen it in shorts. Yeah, yeah but just like the, the podcast setup. No. It's not that impressive. We've got to no, keep, keep, it, yeah. keep it as an illusion like yeah. we're all in our own booths. And not sort of we go down. We go out to a, a local radio station. <laughs> yeah. Use their equipment. We use our sound booth. Hey, I, something I want to bring up was we were talking about uh, Saturday Night Live. Yes. It randomly at lunch, and I had read an article, and this is crazy. I'm a big fan of Kristen Wiig. Do you want to weigh in? I hate Kristen Wiig for whatever reason. She is her. the second worst thing on that show. What's the, what's the worst thing? Uh, Keenan. You don't, oh, well, got... you don't like Keenan? No, no. Keenan... He's also funny. No, Keenan he's, from he's Keenan like, and It's like he's always yeah. doing a bad Bill Cosby oh. impression. No. He you is... Know... He, anytime he's on, you know, just turn the TV off. Fuck it. Give up. Nope. Man, if he's on in the first two skits of an SNL episode, horrible. They might no. be the two best people on the show. No, and then Kristen no. Wiig... Okay, she's I'll... good. She's funny. I'll she's post, funny. I'll post some funny. stuff in the link dump. Some yeah, horrible well, you can you can cherry pick bad moments. That's right, I can. You can, and I gonna, will. <laughs> Thank you for pointing it out. He's going to go through and post all of her like straight man lines. That'll be great. But she is absolutely probably one of the best things to ever be on Saturday Night Live. Ah, uh, that's More. that's uh, that's bold, but she's good. She's fu- she's, she's great. She's funny, and but you got that's a that's a fucking lineage of people from that show. According to, and you know what? Go back and watch her Saturday Night Live sketches. Seriously, all the people who you think were awesome on Saturday Night Live, go back and watch them on Saturday Night Live. You tell me Eddie Murphy wasn't funny. You, uh, go back and watch Dan Aykroyd on Saturday Night Live and that, tell me if you think. Dan I, Aykroyd, I never thought that shit was funny from that era, like the Bassomatic and stuff like yeah. that. Like people talk about John Belushi, not funny, and Bill Murray and not Dan funny. Aykroyd as being the heyday of Saturday Night Live. That that stuff you watch it today, it's like, is this? Where's the joke? Yeah. What you about know? Chris Farley? Hilarious. Chris Farley, awesome. Yeah. He's probably. Yeah, Phil Hartman. I mean, guys like that, you know? Yeah, I, I like okay. John Lovitz. John, John, Lovitz. John Lovitz is probably my favorite of all time. Was I thought he was... I mean, some people are just better in that format than other people are. Mm-hmm. Like, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray in movies are, are incredible. You know what I mean? I, a Rushmore... It's also... The problem with Saturday Night Live is it's always topical, so it the comedy becomes dated so quickly. Not really. I think so. Like, I'm people just... love that John Belushi little chocolate donut sketch. Mm-hmm. That's not topical. I guess not. And it's not also not funny. You're right, it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Kristen Wiig, I just want to throw this out there because I thought this was amazing. She was in last season, she was in 124 
out of 140 sketches. God, that's... I knew that season sucked for some reason. No, that's that's awesome. the... Stop being negative. What's wrong with you? I hope there's more Target skits where she plays the Target lady or she plays Gilly in a fucking classroom because <laughs> those are fucking phenomenal. Every time those come on, you know you're going to... Fucking rolling off your couch. Come on. You gotta, you gotta mute it because you might die from asphyxiation from all the laughter. You're such a dick. You're such a dickhead. She's fucking He's funny. being argumentative just to be argumentative. I guess so. Did you ever see Did you ever see Knocked Up? Yeah, I did. She's fucking great in Knocked Up. Good, no, but, 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 no, no, no. You just said those are two different things. SNL performances and movie performances. Also. You, just, you said you didn't like her in general, though. Okay, I don't like her on SNL. Also, okay. she's hot. Who is she in Knocked Up? She, she has two minutes. All right, go ahead. She has, Bernie's right. she has two minutes in Knocked Up that are just perfect. She's one of the executives that's trying to help Catherine Heigl get oh, her yeah, show yeah, off the ground. And is just consistently negative. Yeah. Passive-aggressive. Yeah, Passive-aggressive, yeah. That was, it was funny. She was also in Ghost Town, Ricky Gervais' movie. Oh, really? How she was she in that? She was good in that. She was very good. I'm, I'm wondering if she's in The Invention of Lying. Have you heard about that? Uh, I don't know if she's in it. I New Gervais movie in the trailer. I, uh, I saw Tina Fey in the trailer. Yeah, she's definitely. Yeah, in I'm the looking trailer. forward to that movie. She's that in, gonna be awesome. Kristen Wiig is an extract, which I'm looking forward to seeing. Oh yeah, she it's won. out right now. Yeah, it's out. I should go see it. It's, see you that. should see it soon because it's gonna be out. Yeah, pretty I'm, soon. I'm backed up on movies I need to see. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I, let's not talk about Ricky Gervais anymore because I'm not really that creatively competitive. <laughs> but I hate talking about somebody who has a better podcast than we do. <laughs> it just seems like a bad idea. Man, he was. I, on, I'll make uh, sure not to link to that since, podcast. Since we're not talking about Ricky Gervais, he was on uh, John Stewart two nights ago, and Gavin and I watched it. Yeah, and they mentioned that he has the most successful podcast of all time. And what did they say? How many views? 170 million downloads. 170 million downloads. A week? Uh, so does Fred. You know, Fred has that many, though. It doesn't seem like... Uh, I guess podcast numbers, that's a lot. I guess that's isolated How many did he have, iTunes? Gavin? How many did he have? Yeah. How many podcasts? Yeah. Like 30, maybe? How do you, how do you find that out? He, uh, he, I guess if you're Ricky Gervais, you get to know. Maybe, maybe that was when the record was set. He's in the Guinness Book for, I think, this year or last year. Yeah. But I guess I should start I, counting I, our downloads. Can you do that? <laughs> Not currently, but I can probably figure something out. Figure it out. Tech just, guy? No, just no, no. Say no, we're at 120 be... million. Yeah, it's we're, we're at actually play. 169 million right now. So <laughs> put that out there. Next week's going to be a huge show for us. We catch up to Gervais. But uh, uh, Kristen Wiig is also in that upcoming Drew Barrymore picture that was oh. shot, quote, shot in Austin. Uh, no, it's set in Austin, and they only shot the exteriors in Austin. Right. Yeah, fucking lame. Yeah, Ellen Page. That was kind of a weird scandal here because Austin considers itself to be a film production town. And yet, it's. Yeah, and the whole thing is wrapped around the Austin Roller Girls, which is you know where the new roller derby scene kind of started or like revived. It was a big deal. So is it just cheaper to shoot elsewhere? Yeah, there are more tax breaks in yeah. other places. Where did they end up, they end up shooting that in Wisconsin? Right, Wisconsin or, or, or Louisiana? Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. I think it's Wisconsin, but yeah, they have crazy tax breaks in Wisconsin. I think <laughs> they also have good cheese. <laughs> get free, I say, get free cheese. Cheese curds. Mmm, their cheese curds are good. No, we had speaking of which, I saw the other day at Frank's they have a. Uh, um, waffle fry poutine. Yeah, dude, you had that, right? Yeah, that's good. Is that how you pronounce it? Poutine? I think so. Poutine. Apologies to my uh, Canadian friends if I'm saying it that wrong. That did not look good to me. Poutine. It was good. I think poutine is something that Jeff's army buddy looked up on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You guys have discovered this new restaurant in Austin, like right around the corner from here, where all the waitresses wear bikinis. And it's called bikinis. And all I hear about is how great this food is and how we have to eat there every day. Dude, you had a hamburger there the other day. It was fucking amazing. You gotta admit. We had a, what was it called? A, it was a Tex-Mex Tex-Mex burger. hamburger? It was a hamburger that had tortillas for buns. And it was filled pico de gallo, and it came with a side of queso for dipping. But I'm God pretty sure damn. the correct way to answer that question is, is the food good at bikinis? The correct answer is the what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's I such just... a... 
it's such a sketchy place to go. You just feel like a monster when you're in there. And every time you look up, you feel like you're like breaking the law somehow. Yeah. Like, uh, no, I just want to know what do, time right? it was. Yeah. You had that feeling too? I spent the entire time we were there staring at my table. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at my fork. <laughs> Looking at your stocks on your iPhone. Yeah. You know who doesn't understand that? That, what you're talking about? Women don't understand that. Because my wife will be in a restaurant and she'll say, look at that guy. Look at, or look at that girl. Look at her. Look at her. Look, look what she's wearing. Look, look, look. You're not looking. Look, look, look. And I'm like, I know at this point in my life as a man, you don't turn around and stare at people. Yep. Like, you're walking down the road, you learn to see everything in your peripheral vision. You know? Absolutely. Or like, it's like, looking at the hot girls like looking at the sun. You look for a second and then look away and take it all in. You take a, like, a little every, shadow box. And every look, single guy. <laughs> through a pinhole. Yeah, you poke a hole in a paper plate and that's how you get, <laughs> that's how you get a look. When it, comes to, when it comes to women, every single man on the planet has a photographic memory. And you take a one second snapshot and then you think about that as you're walking away. Exactly right. <laughs> and women are just, they, you ever watch women pass other women? They, they up and down, they look them over completely. Oh yeah. You know? And I just, I'm like, look, I got it. I saw it for a brief second. I, I got it all. I got it for, I'll, the, I'll for exact, the rest of my I'll life. I'll examine it later in, yeah. in more detail. I'm wondering if that sun analogy applies to Gusto, because I know that you used to have sun staring contests. <laughs> I was like six years old at the time. So what, you just stared directly we, we, we into would, the we sun? Were, we would line up outside our school cafeteria when I was in first grade, and... Uh, I don't know why we decided to have contests to see who could stare at the sun the longest. And I what you, what? what would, you didn't know is that everyone else, everyone else had their eyes closed <laughs> and you were the only one looking with your eyes closed. And now I can't see shit without my glasses. <laughs> yeah. I was the one who won. <laughs> Where the fuck was your teacher? Uh, who knows? Being irresponsible. God, what, what does she you think you're doing? <laughs> Staring at the sun. Gus had a lot of great teachers in his uh, academic career. He was telling me about one time when he was like 13... His class got to go to Washington, D.C., oh, and they asked the teacher to take them to, what was it, like the Washington Monument? No, we were at the National Archives, and we had seen just about everything, but like we, had, we didn't get a chance to see the Constitution. So the whole tour group was going back to the, to the hotel, and me and like two of my friends were like, oh, can we go see the Constitution? So these, these two teachers said, yeah, we'll stay behind with you and go take you to see the Constitution. It was an older married couple. Both of them were teachers at my school. Where is this story going? So then we were like, great, great. Hey, we got to go to the bathroom. We'll be right out, and we'll go see the Constitution. They're like, okay, we'll be waiting here for you. So me and my friends go to the bathroom, wash our hands, come out. Teachers are gone. We're like, what the fuck happened? Tour group's gone. We're like, where did they go? Well, maybe they already started going to the Constitution. Let's go look at the Constitution. So we start walking over to the Constitution. No, they're not there. So, you know, we're 13 years old in Washington, D.C. It's the first time I've ever left my house. First time I've ever been on a plane. First time I've ever gone on a trip anywhere. So then we're like, well, I guess we're stuck here. Let's go figure out how to ride the subway. So then, we're 13 years old, we walk down, we find a subway stop. We're like, we think the hotel's in that direction, so let's just get on the subway. And eventually we figure it out. You know, we, we know more or less where we're going and we get back to the hotel. Three days later, we run into those teachers like, what the fuck happened? Where were you? Like, oh, we decided to go to Philadelphia. And they just left like, what? The <laughs> They're like, yeah, we forgot we were going to stay with you. And we just went to the train station and went to Philadelphia. What the hell? Yeah. Jesus. God damn. And then five years later, you moved back to Texas and were reunited with your family, right? Luckily, D.C. is an incredibly safe city, yeah. so there was really no danger. I had a teacher in second grade that uh, if you talked in class, she'd put masking tape, no, duct tape over your mouth. Well, that just makes duct sense. Duct tape? Yeah, duct tape. Wow. My brother went to a Catholic school where the nuns had spray soap in their drawers and would spray your mouth with this soap if you uh, said anything what? bad. It's your brother. Ate a lot of soap, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, my brother <laughs> grew a taste for soap. My dad... Uh, How was his my, breath? My dad grew up in Mexico, and uh, he went to school down there, and he said that if you, were, if you misbehaved when he was in elementary school, that like the hallways were like this hard tile, probably like a saltillo tile, and that 
If you misbehaved, the teacher would make you go out into the hallway and walk on your knees up and down the school uh, as punishment. Wow. Man, I couldn't imagine something Man, like happening like that today. I just couldn't imagine dude, it. Yeah, we have kids, right? If my daughter, if somebody ever tried to do that to my daughter, I would beat the teacher to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be all there is to it. Well, I, and first off, the teacher would do, would have to perform that task. The teacher, you know, under threat of murder, would have to <laughs> walk up and down the fucking entire school on his or her knees, and then the beating would begin. That's what was the worst ridiculous. thing that happened to you punishment-wise in school? Uh... I lost. Uh, I I spent a lot of time outside the classroom, so I lost the ability to learn, which has you know haunted me <laughs> to this day. I never had anything bad happen. I went to the principal a lot. I had to go to guidance counselor a lot, but uh, I never got like spanked or anything. Really? Ever? Yeah. They were. I guess. I, I mean, I, I went to a lot of my early school in Oregon, and it was pretty you know progressive. I guess so. There wasn't a lot of beatings going on up there back then. How about you? Um, not, I got, I got, like, spanked one time when I was in, like, preschool, and my mom flipped the fuck out. Like, completely flipped out. Oh, I know one I thing. I would eat something at lunch. I know one thing that did happen in, in Jacksonville, Florida, in the fifth grade. We weren't allowed to talk at lunch. At all. Kid, and it wasn't, like, a punishment or anything. The kids just were not allowed to talk at lunch. And this kid sat next to me, and he had, like, some carrots or something that he wasn't going to eat, and he asked me if I wanted them. And I said, no, I don't, I don't want any carrots, thank you. And the teacher came over and grabbed me and made me stand up in front of the entire school and throw my lunch away and then go to the principal's office. My mom took off work, came down, and raised such a stink that the teacher the next day had to stand up and apologize in front of my mother and I at lunch in front of the entire school. <laughs> wow. wow. I bet you felt great about that. It was awesome. <laughs> and that's when Jeff became a jackass. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like we, could, we could trace everything back to, to that one moment. moment now. Yeah. That's, you know, that's why after performance reviews, I get a call from Jeff's mom sometimes. And, <laughs> and, and the school had to like give my mom $3 or whatever to pay for the lunch that we threw away. Oh, really? Yeah. My mom didn't fuck around. Paid it for time she off was work. A, she was a working mom, you know? Did they write a check? I don't know. I don't remember if that's yeah. correct. That's fucking great. Yeah. It was good times. So I was very popular after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about that weird conspiracy theory thing uh, where... They had all the coffins. FEMA is storing coffins oh, right. Right. Yeah, all over right. the country. I forgot about that already. This kind of reminded me of this. I read a story where it is in Canada now, uh, and they had to apologize to a group of American Indians, uh, who have Native Americans who have a tribe up there. And I, I don't know if they have reservations or what in Canada, but essentially a group of Native Americans said to the Canadian government, we want a kit to prepare for H1N1 flu swine flu and the government sent them body bags that's what they what? sent them what <laughs> no <laughs> no health canada apologized thursday for sending body bags along with h1n1 <laughs> flu prevention and vaccine kits to some native communities we regret the alarm that this incident has caused health canada said in a statement issued thursday afternoon it is important to remember that our nurses are focused entirely on providing primary health care services under often trying circumstances. See, that's socialized healthcare for you. Just <laughs> in a body bag. At least they didn't send them blankets. <laughs> oh, Thank God Gus Gus isn't the minister of healthcare in Canada. His, his response would have been, these people complain about everything. Wah, you took my land. <laughs> Wah, you destroyed my culture. Wah, my body bag doesn't fit. <laughs> genocide this, genocide that. How the hell, how in the hell do you send body bags? Dude, that's terrible. That's as a fucking, prevention kit. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> Here's body bags and a shovel. Well, but it'd be, <laughs> Good luck. It'd be pretty bad if a ton of people die and they were like, we need you to send them back. That'd be even more humiliating. Just keep them. 
All right, so we got anything else we want to talk about before we wrap up here? I don't think so. We want to end on that note? Yeah, let's end on that note. That's a good note to end on. You guys have got to go get on a plane right now, and I guess we'll hear back from you Wednesday yeah, so podcast. y'all won't be in tomorrow. We'll Who's see if we can get someone to sit in. Yeah. You've got a special guest lined hey, Joel, up. Joel, man. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to line up a special guest. We'll see if uh, I can manage to pull it off or not. Very special guest. Very, very All right. So well, special. thanks for listening, everyone. All right. Ta-ta.